Welcome. I'm Kevin Miller, and this podcast is called Self-Helpful because not all self-help is helpful. I'm your curator, critic, and translator of the best and brightest minds in the self-help world today. My great friend, my doctor, and my co-host here on the Functional Friday episodes, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. For the first years of knowing each other, I pestered him with, what are the core pillars of health? What are they? And he'd always push back with the answer that, well, it depends. What is the core for one person may not be for another. It's very personal to each person's makeup and pathology. So in this episode, I actually tried to hit him up again. I put him on the spot. Uh, And this time I actually succeeded. I posed the question of what aspect of health is number one. And I really expected some lively discourse. Instead, we actually came into an answer. At face value, it is, again, an unfair question, which is why I wanted to spar with Randy on it. As the entire point of functional medicine is how individualized and unique our personal health is. And there's no one-size-fits-all solution. So to ask what aspect of health is number one is not a fair question. But as we talked about the concept of if you can only pick one area of health, which is most important, we found ourselves coming to an actual agreement and a bit of a revelation for both of us. To be candid, we recorded this show about a year ago, and since then it has forever altered our outlook on our health and wellness and some specific routines. And I'm not going to keep you in suspense. I'll give you the answer. It is sleep your recovery. But I really implore you to listen in and find out why, why we came to that. As if I had simply been told it's sleep without the grappling that went behind it, I don't think I would have accepted it to the level I have. The Self-Helpful Podcast was founded by the Zig Ziglar Corporation. If you're a coach or a consultant and want to add credibility and clients and impact to your business, go to Ziegler.com today. This podcast exists to help you find and understand the guidance and counsel that will help you elevate your personal experience of life and the way you show up for others. Following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you Dr. Randy James and really a profound discussion on why. If you had to safeguard just one aspect of your health, it would be sleep. And this should give you some freedom and conviction as it did us. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, in today's show, Dr. Randy James, I got a question for you. You ready? Yeah. You're not going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I am nervous. You ready? Okay. Which aspect of, and I'm going to pretend like I'm patient. Dr. James, which aspect of, I got all kinds of things wrong. Which aspect of health is most important? (laughs) Come on. Give me your best. Okay, okay. I'm thinking because. It's not a good question. I'm not trying to fish. You didn't prepare me for that. I know. Okay, so what aspect of health? is the most important. Okay, let me frame it again. Okay. In, in the aspect of... Now, I have heard you do this with patients to some degree. I say, I mean, you got all this stuff going on, there's all these things, but the most acute thing is right here. But that's, again, individual to the patient. Say so the most acute thing for you is to you know, go fix your marriage relationship. The most thing for you is to quit eating gluten. The most thing, best thing for you is to exercise, you know, whatever. That's individual. But of course, you know, here we are talking to tens of thousands of people okay. and okay, what is it? And uh, granted, I mean, I know you, it's not a, you don't like the question. It's not a fair question. So, but, so, so come out here and say, okay, but so where speaking to a thousand people yeah. and saying, Hey, the most important aspect of your health. Okay. I reserve the right to change my mind as we speak, but I, I would say brain health. Really? You are your brain. It's not where I thought you'd go. <laughs> well, I can change my mind. You can, you can coach me to change my mind, Dr. Kevin. <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me ask this. If you look out, let's look at your patients. So over the years, however many, you know, thousands of patients or whatever, where is the most detrimental area that like, you end up addressing? Where are they kind of hurting themselves the most? Yeah. Um. Yeah, even like that, if I took the next 100 patients that go out, right. what's your primary prescription Focal for them point. to start addressing like, hey, their... Okay. La- like okay, that. then I would say gut. I would say the interface between your nutrition, your immune system, your, which is in your gut, uh-huh. and microbiome, and then everything kind of flowing out from there. So that would be what I put that. So if we go back to our pillars of input, output, recovery, relationships, uh-huh. you just said that I would tend to couch that into an input area. Well, I would have guessed you would have said that, but what do you do out the other end of your gut? Well, that's not fair. That's a whole out, that's, lot of output. It's still physio, but you're still talking to physiological in regards to what I put in my mouth that it doesn't like or what I'm not putting in yeah. that I need. Yeah. Like I would say nutrition, it doesn't mean just what you eat. And so the gastrointestinal system, and, and maybe we could even couch that under, it is gastro-neuropsychoimmunology. How's okay. that for an answer? I, yeah, I have no idea what that. Is. So, layman's terms. Everything. Can you lay- <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> you asked me what's the most important thing, and I would say everything. But no, the 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 node. Think of nodes. Like if you look down on a nighttime map of America and you see the where the bright lights are. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. 
you see big emptiness in the I middle. I love those because we're in a dark area. We're in a dark area, right? <laughs> I'm very proud. Of Denver that. is our closest light. Yeah. Right. So Denver, Chicago, and maybe Salt Lake if it has light. So, so that's right. We would not be considered a really populous node of electricity and telephone lines and all of that. It would be Chicago and L.A. and all those kind of places. Well, I would say the gastrointestinal system is one of these major intersectional nodes of human health because there is the gut-brain axis, meaning psycho. Yeah. There is the, the gut interconnection with the, the neuroendocrine system and how people say, I have a gut intuition. People yeah. get nervous and they go barf or they have to go to the bathroom or, or yeah. you know, it's my turn up to bat and I, I've got a butterflies in my tummy, right? That's a neurological well, so connection. I'm, and I'm a product of that. I mean, my, my own IBS, you know, and intestinal mm-hmm. digestive issues, I want the, to focus 100% on my food. And yet that's not fair because I realize it's my anxiety, which I, I use that term. And I mean, I don't it's feel like a neuro, psycho neuro gastro connection. You, we would say you have a more sensitive node if you're a nervous stomach and people say I have a nervous stomach, right? Like yeah. all of these words come into play and you're like, oh yeah, we do say things like that, that, and to speak medically, it's not just what you eat. But how you eat and how you chew and who you eat with. And then it's not just, you know, poop is poop. But between eating and and elimination, what is the absorption? What's the assimilation? What's the evacuation? What's the the portability of these things across Mm -hmm. uh, the the transportation across cellular lines? I'm, I'm thinking of our map of the United States again. You know, the highway. If you look, those big famous... 14 change interchange things in LA cloverleaf times 10 kind of thing. Well, there again, you get a wrong thing there in LA and that might impact you in Denver. Yeah. If you get it wrong in Wichita, Kansas, eh, you know, whatever. And so, so, but even as you're thinking about that, you're thinking about it with your brain. So, I I think that, you know, the patient is going to perceive their world around them through their brain. And that's where they're going to say, I have too much pain or I don't have enough pain. I have passion, motivation, fulfillment, joy, all of those kind of things. And we just talked, we just sat out on the deck talking about a certain issue and how much of it is the reality of the circumstances. How many of it, how much of it is the expectation of the circumstance? That's right. And we don't know. That's like the placebo effect. did that pill, did that pill, did the ingredients actually help me or did my expectation that the ingredients would help me, help me? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Both. (laughs) Well, we don't, yeah. Well, Well, I think you and I want to enhance the, that's what a habit is. I want to enhance my, not only my ability to remember to put my socks on in the morning, but I want to enhance my ability to remember to be kind to people and to say things to my wife the way she wants to actually hear them, not the way I want to say them in particular. And both of those, like I, and we are a product of what we have been and we are most likely going to do what we have done. Yeah. And now we're back into, okay, how do we create those nudges and habits? Well, the same thing is true in your, we talked about the grooves in your mind on on our one show about, about habits. And and we talked about the, the impact of social context and social accountability. And now your gut expects you to eat kind of what you ate yesterday. Yeah. And the way you ate and the way you, and I I do want to, it's a bit of a rabbit trail, but just because we just had lunch out on the deck. So before we did that, 
I habitually had lunch at my desk while I'm working. And when I'm working, I'm usually just a little, because I'm creating stuff. It's usually, I said anxiety, but it's, I'm just kind of excited. You know, I'm kind of caffeinated in my work and I'm, I'm digging it. So I'm a little uppity. And so I'm eating that way, which is not optimal, you know, eating. I love the accountability. Gosh, this goes back to, what, this is show 44. I think it was 43 was our one on social accountability on you're my lunch accountability partner. Without right. you, I'll end up eating at my desk because I'm not self-disciplined enough to take the time and breathe deeply and calm down by myself. So you help me do that. We go out on the deck. We just did it. We sit down. We're looking at Pike's Peak. And you you habitually, you go, yeah. And you know, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we just have that minute and then we eat, we eat slowly. You eat a lot slower than you used to. I, you have impacted me down that path. Yeah, I try I, to set my bowl down. I know, I know, I know. I see you. I say, you help me remember to keep doing that. So we sit there, we're accountable to each other for eating, taking that deep breath. Thank you, God, being grateful, eating slow, literally take a bite, put it down. Just like I have to tell my kids sometimes, you know, put the fork down, actually taste the food. And we do that. Um, well, I don't even do breakfast. You, you, you know, so we're we not doing do breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. So, um, but I do that. We do that with coffee, coffee and yeah. devotions. It's kind Linger. of that meditative thing. And then at night at dinner, I do the same thing, man. We, we kind of have a, a funky system now that we don't put food on the table. We keep it. There's so many of us and whatever. We keep it in the kitchen, kind of a buffet style. So we meet in the kitchen, hold hands, and there's going to be, you know, five, eight of us, whatever it is. <sighs> Lord, thank you. Mm. I mean, I do a deep breath. Thank you for now. And it's just a quiet and a calm. And then we go sit down. Can I speak into that? Just this last week, there was a patient and and she had a a flare up of her gastritis reflux and and et cetera. And she's like, you know, I, I, she wanted off the medicines. I don't want to be on Tums and Zantac and Prilosec and those kind of things. And I would argue those are not, those are good medicines to get off of if you can. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to give you, you know, we're going to constrain it down in, but this is back to the gut and the gut brain connection. But we're going to, we're going to put rules on you that you, you quote unquote must obey for the next, you know, two, three months. You've got to retrain your system here. But one of the requirements is, is that you, you must, and everybody in your family must, and you got to put yourself on the clock and it's three minutes. So a prayer time or a gratitude, three minutes is a long time. Hmm. If you've just sat down and now you're, okay, even that is a few seconds, but three minutes of gratitude, of gratefulness, of meditation, of mindfulness, and, and, mm. and the reason that it, I think it's important, and I think we should all do that, is that is brain-gut connection. Mm-hmm. Reflux, pain, gastritis is gut-brain connection. That's a signal of we're not right, let me give you a little pain. We're going the wrong direction, and everybody thinks, oh, I have heartburn. I need to go take some medicine. And we're like, for everybody listening out there, please go to the website and figure out a way to not do that. That is your body. That's your, that's the. It's like back to that thing. If I was with Kevin again, and I got a Band-Aid in my arm because he stabbed me again. He, he, it happens every night. Darn it. Quit. Yeah, well, what so am I going to, how am I, I going to get, quit doing this Band-Aid I got to buy more and better Band-Aids. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> million dollar Band-Aids. So. But it's it's a perfect topic because it is kind of an example of bringing things together in that brain-gut nodal way of something that everybody listening does two or three or, you know, if you're an average American, more than six times a day, and that's eat. But you're eating at your desk, you're eating at your car, you're grabbing a bite through as you walk through the kitchen, you're you're eating mindlessly. So to change that back, we say, look, you've got to have mindfulness, slow food where you 
promise me I'm going to hold you accountable three minutes every meal. Which now, and I'm thinking again, as I mean, we just got to like hire Ben Hardy because uh, I talk about, you know, the willpower doesn't work setting that up because I'm thinking back yeah, to that. What? He, he should be paying us. You mentioned him so many times. That is absolutely true. He, he, he should call him. I'll, I'll, send, this, I'll send this video to, to him. I actually sent him a video yesterday of Nakota reading out of his book. I'll, I'll oh, show that that's later. That's good. Um, so because what I just talked about, you're my accountability partner. I now have a routine set up. It does that what you just talked about, it does that for me. So I don't have right. to think about, I should take three minutes. I should whatever Set your watch by the proxy know. of going, Hey man, you ready for lunch? Yeah. Do you need a fork? Sure. And grab our food. And then, you know, shuffle. And we finally sit down there. I came out today and you were already sitting there for a minute waiting for me. I sit down, take our deep breath. I mean, it's probably been that same thing that I just thinking about this now at home, we set up a routine. I didn't intentionally do it. It's just because we decided ah, it's easier to keep the food in the, in the kitchen. We go in there, we pray. It takes way too, too long for me for everybody to get their food. And I don't want to just go sit by myself. So I'm just hanging around and okay, guys, we just put food on your plate and go down. But then I've also told, especially the youngest kids, look, if you get your food, whenever you sit, don't sit down and start eating by yourself, wait till at least a few people are there. So they're, they've just gotten into the rhythm of it's slow and it just is. And thank goodness for that system because it's not my self-discipline. It's not my will. I'm not sitting there wanting to eat and whatever. It just happens by that system. So just to that, what systems can we set up that do the good habit for us without us having to assert our willpower and rely on that finite cup of willpower and discipline? Recognizing the blue zone idea as well, that the social accountability, the seasonal accountability, just... Don't eat foods out of season. It's, it's interesting. I mean, if you look at you and me, I think, because we sit here and talk about all these healthy things we do that people might think, oh my gosh, there. I've had this told to me before. You are, I wish I had your self-discipline. I wish I had your willpower. And as I talk about this, I'm thinking, I don't think I assert that much throughout the day now. My life is just kind of set up. I just follow along and respond to how my life has been set up and I'm not exerting will. Okay. Let me, you asked me the most important Except I didn't want a croissant this morning when we had coffee at farm, but your social accountability. No, it's literally, I would have gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Um, back to that brain. I forgot what I was going. Oh, the, well, even talking about Kevin Hardy and willpower and energy, which even though people say energy, what they mean is, Mood and hormone, I'm going to argue for the most part. They don't mean kilojoules per muscle square inch of how much power can I exert on this on the floor, right? That's you and I standing up right here is exerting energy, but we're not going, oh my gosh, this is so tired. We don't think about it that way. When people say, I'm so tired, I'm so fatigued, I don't have enough energy to do something, they don't mean ATP. They don't mean the biochemical fire. What they mean is mind, attitude, uh, and I think hormones are probably a big part of that. But what you just said, so you, you, we, in our 10 years of friendship, have done a lot of work in chipping and crafting and chipping and crafting and all of that. Yeah. To where right now you say that we, at 50-whatever, no longer, ex- I don't exert a lot of energy on saying, oh, I shouldn't go to McDonald's. Dad, I want to go to McDonald's. I just want to, it's right 100 yards away. Yeah. Zero thought, right? That... Now think of what does that translate into for you and me over the next 40 years as we become 60, 70, 80.
Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Nobody knows it all on Yahoo Finance is an incredible resource for the rookies like me or the seasoned investors. You know, before my dad passed away recently, Dave Ramsey and his wife, Sharon, flew down to visit. We all got to spend a day together. And I was at yahoofinance.com just now. I saw multiple news flashes from Dave and other people that you respect. And they're hitting so many of the hottest areas in finance today. So it's a place to get a snapshot of all aspects of your financial interests. And if you have them, your portfolios. I hadn't realized Yahoo Finance is the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. So for your comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. One more time. YahooFinance.com. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is. And Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Well, well, in what you just said, my thought was I am not exerting that energy to be disciplined, grip my teeth, have determination, perseverance, willpower, all that kind of stuff because I'm not having to. I, and how much more do I have than left over in to reserve? Put somewhere else to write the book, to make the call, to have the hard talk with. I mean, that's some negative stuff, but it, to, to to assert it towards something. Else, else, I have reserves. I have reserves. That's right. Keeping my reserves of it. Then, and that's where people are admitting to us they don't have the energy to have the hard conversation to yeah. write the book, which I go I, on the mountain bike ride. And we've all been there, and we get there sure. from time to time. Sure. So. I, I mean, that's how we know that feeling. And I think everybody, like we were talking on the deck, there's there's a spectrum. So even if you're a high performer, high whatever. If you go down a little bit, you would still say, oh, my energy or my mood or my intention or my passion or why, whatever, even though you might still be more productive than the next guy, it, who cares? It's all about you. And this is where now I would say to people, it isn't about what your insurance company pays for. Uh-huh. It's about what you want to invest in that. And, and you should be thinking about investment in your brain, gut Connection. Okay, so we're back to that because okay, because I was I was you went way deeper than I was going to go. 
which I mean, you are the doctor, so you're <laughs> supposed to. Uh, I'm just the layman. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, you're, okay, is it sleep? Are you going to go to sleep? Is it okay? It's it's nutrition. Yeah, it's 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 food. Is it exercise? Is it stress? I mean, those are just those are just the easy four, whatever to say. And you didn't go to either of those. I think so. You know the famous picture of the iceberg, yep, and the big part under, and then you see the tip of the iceberg. I think what I would say is what you just mentioned, kind of our, our what we call the five pillars in yeah. those nutrition exercise, state my body, your input, output, recovery, are the like the ten or fifteen feet of the big iceberg right under the water. And for people to understand what's the iceberg, what you see is I, my libido is poor, my reflux, my headache, my tummy ache, my IBS, and on and on and on. The my rash, The manifestations, the symptoms. the symptoms. That we have a $4 trillion healthcare system that is now chipping away at those oh kind gosh. of a things. That's the Band-Aid on the arm from that, Kevin stabbing that, me. That, that's a functional – I mean, I've seen that analogy a lot. they got the picture of the iceberg, a little bit of right. tips sticking out, this huge thing underneath. But how great is functional – this is unpolitically correct, but, but it's just true. For the, traditional medicine, the four-point – Whatever it is now, trillion dollar healthcare system is working on the little above water symptomatic stuff. And I, I could say functional medicine, integrated medicine, anybody who's dealing with root cause issues mm-hmm. is down here with this big behemoth. And of course, all the money's up here. Right. It's another conversation. Right. Not down here in right. prevention and root cause. And, and that's where I think I went with trying to go even. Uh, you know, ten or fifteen yeah. feet under the water line. Now you got the big stuff underneath there, and that's where I'd say the. And in functional medicine, it gets complex. But then we would describe, you know, what are the genetics and the, you know, childhood experiences. What is the health of the gastrointestinal node? What is the health of your hormone? And that that would mean information transfer through the body. How does your body communicate with itself from one cell to the next? How does it get rid of toxins how does it uh, so all of those all of those things are, are, are would then be the, the the specialty of functional medicine and trying to put that all together that's the detective work that that we often talk about and of course people if they're used to just chipping away at the top and then the first conversation we have is the first 10 feet you know nutrition and exercise and sleep and and not to belittle those but we're maximizing those the complexity of sleep the complexity of a the normal fact that you have balance and you're not falling over, that is complex. Um, and it's based on the fact that you slept last night, you drank some water and all of these other things. But all of those, the sleep and the nutrition, all that is going through these nodes. And in fact, we kind of joke, you know, if uh, there's no such thing as being a functional medicalologist, right? But what I would call it is a gastro immunologist, endocrinologist. Slash, but, slash, parentheses, everything, everything is what you right. Yeah, right. You, you, okay, so, okay, I, okay. I, I still want to play with something. Okay, Lord of the Rings, we both love that. Last scenes, uh, Frodo and uh, Sam going up the mountain, no sleep, tons of stress, no food. I guess they were getting exercise, <laughs> but they had no fuel for it. But just looking at that depletion, I did literally, I was kind of coming into this with that. And I love the directions we've gone. But to say of those, because I was literally wondering, I mean, if you got to pick one. Oh, for those guys? If you're, if you're that, if you're, the, if you're the Navy SEAL, if you're the, the, the out on the, okay. the Ma and then, Pa out on the prairie. Okay. Then I would do the basics. What? Uh, well, like, like, well, sleep. I mean, in, 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 uh, in the military, 
If you, yeah, so okay, you know, that, if, ahead, you, if you're going, if you're military, and and you know a campaign, or if you're on the front lines or something like that, it might be, you know, the guys are attacking. It might be two hours. It might be three days that you you are awake and vigilant and and all that stuff. I, I think you know Hacksaw Ridge and that guy was up on the mountain for you know yeah more than a day or whatever. If he could have just gotten a nap, wow, you know that just the value of a nap if you're three days okay so you are giving me an answer which i didn't necessarily know if we'd get to or maybe no no because but what if you did get some sleep but you're i know but okay but but in that scenario of man if you're especially if you're in a critical space what can maybe that's another way to ask is what can you best do without and i would say you could do without exercise you could do without food okay uh water has to go high but sleep how is it not almost number sleep one? Sleep well, to... sleep and water. You have about three days, and you're dead. Okay, water. Water. We're just. Gonna, I'm going to set that outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do have to. I mean, we just. We just do. It's like breathing. I mean, we can't well, breathe. Breathing. You have about three minutes. Breathing's not ever mm-hmm. on the list, uh, unless you're Wim Hof, and then you got like four <laughs> to seven or something like that. But we should have him on the show. By the way, I would be very curious. Yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah. Very curious. But but looking at that. So, because what the, what's the relevance here? If somebody's out there in a super critical space and they're you know listening to us thinking, okay, I need to stop stressing, or I need to quit eating Cheetos and I need to eat this, or I need to uh, I haven't exercised for a while. Well, that, would you say the best the best thing might be sleep? Yes, sure. And we're not. This isn't a black and white definitive thing. Right. It's a I, it's a bit, it's a broad brush. It is because you have me now all of a sudden thinking about why don't I pay attention more to when I am in, in any lack? It, my best go to might be not go, go out and kill myself. Exercising, right, go get nine or ten hours of sleep. That not night. eat a salad, not even fast. It's sleep. Go sleep. Well, maybe fast so I get better sleep. Well, so the, I think you asking the question this way isn't going to get us to an answer of what's the best thing. But I think what it's highlighting is that most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. Sometimes there is the one thing for sure. If you haven't drank water for two days, that'll be number one. If you haven't slept for two days, that'll be number one. But I think what you're asking is, 
What about the average person who's got to struggle with X, Y, Z, and they just want to kind of do one thing? And I would say, okay. Yeah, I mean, and again, that's why I premise this. You're not going to like this. It's not fair. I'm saying, what's the what's the uh, what's the thing that you throw in the pool? The life, the uh, lifesaver. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, What's yeah, yeah, a, what's yeah. a, a buoy? What's, life buoy. Lifesaver. What's the most prominent? Sh- right. We're going to catch most, the most people with yes, this life buoy. Most prom- we toss it out. Yes. There. Thank you. Most prominent lifesaver. If we have to go out there into the the wreck of American health right now help and me, look help at me, everybody and they're drowning and they're yeah. And, what's and, what's one of the pro- am I going to throw them a uh, salad? Am I going to throw them a treadmill? Uh, a glass of water. Yeah. Or uh, are we going to throw them some sleep? And I, th- I think sleep. I, and by that, we mean high quality, not sleep apnea, snoring, low pulse oximetry at night, but restorative, restful sleep. As we went through the four pillars. We talked about sleep. I don't know that we talked about sleep problems. That I don't could, know that, that we we, we, we did talk about, you know, if you're not getting full restoration, we should probably do a show on that because, my gosh, it's it's very deep um, and very complex. And I love well, uh, exactly. Matthew Walker, who who wrote the book, uh, Why We Sleep, yeah. that has TED Talks and stuff, and he has a great perspective. Um, here's what I think would happen to, as we're tossing those things out, half of those people would say, yeah, great, I can't sleep. Well, that, but that's why there's a show on sleep. But if we st- – okay – I'm, I'm right. I have, I'm, I have like, that's the third show topic. We've come up with this some good, good yeah. that we need to go yeah. into, uh, is sleep. But I'm just saying, if we look at that and if you had to say, it's kind of that thing I used to talk about this when I was consulting, you know, speakers and authors trying to get to there. What's their main thing? Look, if you've got 10,000 people out there and you've got 60 okay. seconds to address and they all have a similar pathology need or whatever, and you got to throw out a lifesaver, what is it? And if you go out there and are you going to go folks, everybody eat a salad. <laughs> or yeah. everybody fast, which you might, that's going to be top of the list, uh, you know, a topper of the list for you. But I don't see you going everybody, man. I think for the most part, if you guys are all ailing from the same thing, you need to go run or exercise, Mm-mm. sleep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gotta be one of the it most, sure is an attractive answer because we, it is, it's, I didn't, you know, in the, that. in the medical world, a lot of people on the podcast that I listen to, that's, a, that's a, all right, you have two minutes to answer this question. You're the czar of the world. Yeah. What to do with his health policy? What are you going to ask him to do? What's well, if you could? You're the the czar of health policy in America. What? And, and oh my you know, gosh, I, I'll give you my answer right there. And it's regard to the school system. I was just going to say. Yeah. That's oh. exactly what I was going to say yeah. too. Stop. Seven thirty a.m. My at ki- school. Yeah, yeah, I've got three kids. Uh, Twelve, ten, and eight. School starts at seven forty-five. I think, or they have to be there. And so we come and they don't get out till, you know, X time. And then if there's homework or for us, we don't mess with that as much as we do extracurricular stuff. I want to yeah, be investing in dance stuff, and yeah. things like that. And then family time's a premium as well. But then it's like, oh my gosh, you got to go to bed. Cause if you're going to get, I mean, those kids need a truckload. Right. My eight year old gets 12 hours of sleep. Right. Yeah. She has and for four to. years, yeah. 12 hours of sleep. I, I, that's just, and see, I, it's even harder on the teenagers cause they, probably need, you know, 10, nine. I'm always looking at the yawning barometer. Like my 12 year old, I don't know what I, honest to God, Randy and everybody listen. I don't know what her yawn looks like. We've been such sleep Nazis. I don't know. I do not know what her yawn looks like. I never thought I my, don't, I've never seen my kids. yawn. My, my Nakota, he's 10, man. I don't rec- I never are tired. They're always wanting to stay up serene. Now my That's boys, so interesting. My boys, 15 and uh, what are they? 14 and 15. 
they're the ones I got on one the other night. It was like one o'clock and I got up to pee and he's like, dude, what are you doing? Well, I don't have to get up that early. Okay. Let's do the math. You, mm-hmm. And he knows this. Yeah. He says, yeah, you're right. You're right, daddy. I got to do that. So I just, I don't mind you stay up, but then you've got to sleep that late. And if you can't, but and where I got him, I said, but the point is if you're complaining about your performance, or your attitude, I just want us both to address Here's why. Here, here's the root cause here's of that great big iceberg. Yeah. And you're complaining about, I'm tired in school. I didn't get a good grade or I can't run as fast as I want to. But how late did you it's, choose to stay? So he, and he accepted that. Yeah. And that's good accountability. I wasn't a jerk about it. I said, man, gosh, we got to point that. Well, so no, if you're doing but that. He's also pretty wise for his age. The, cause there's also. He is, but he still is driven to stay up late at night goofing off as any other kid. Mm. I don't know what that is. Right. The goof off. That, well, the goof off factor, but. You know who's the worst offender is the high-performing teenager. The one that's with, true is going to stay up and get beyond valedictorian. Yes, and they're going to get a they, 4.0 and stay up till two because they're, they're already type A. They're already anxious. They're already doing that brain gut connection. I see way more pathology in them. Now the pathology for the goof off lazy one might be he got a C instead of a B, but the pathology over here in a high-performing teenager who's also on student council and sports and goes early for band practice and all of that. That's a lot, a lot of, and it's usually self-inflicted. They've been taught that, and this is, you know, the type A high-performing kind of people, a lot of whom might be in the audience of, oh yeah, or or their kids are not doing that. Yeah. And of course there's the balance. There's the, you know, the one who needs to be motivated and why don't you want to get good grades and all of that. But be careful with the one that's high-performing and coach and teach them because they will, then this is not uncommon. In fact, I would say for when, you know, we don't get teenagers in here, uh, but when we do, I'd say it's more that kind. That's that's one of the driving issues. And, sleep, and how many have you seen where they have the breakdown, man? They got a breakdown. The they're, they're in college and in their twenty, and they have a breakdown. Well, but they don't call it. They call it depression. They call it anxiety. Well, they call it right. You know, irritability. They call it my period's bad this week. They call, they call it so much. Nobody calls it a breakdown. Well, and what bothers me now is what you and I talk about is. Which I'm still, I know we both struggle with the accuracy of telomeres. Mm-hmm. So layman's terms, telomeres is the... The end cap on your chromosomes. So it's a health measurement, just like you can go in. We both had our carotid... Uh, carotid yeah, artery. thickness, yeah, yeah. Carotid artery thickness. Then go in there and say, okay, Randy, you may be 50, but according to your carotid artery, you got the health of a 30-year-old or a 70-year-old. You right. know? So it's a real health measurement. That's what a telomere is. And one of the worst... According to them, yeah. uh, issues or, or, or harmful issues is your ACE score, adverse childhood effects. Events. So, events? Events. Uh-huh. So we're way back here in childhood, and I'm thinking, man, these kids, yeah, that aren't getting sleep, how is that adding up to who they're going to be? To Now we're into our, our show that we just did with Bredesen on early onset uh, dementia. dementia and mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and whatever. That's what we're dealing with with our kids right now. This so, is not a kid's sleep show, but that's what we're No, doing. but think about it over here as you're the big, big part of your iceberg underneath the waterline. And for anybody who has had in their history, in their childhood, write that down too. We should could do a show on that. Yes, I did. Uh, I already got it. Okay. Is, yeah. is, and that goes from what we just said. You're the overworked, overstressed, whatever kind of kid. Maybe your parents don't even pressure you, but you, you, have your, you create your own anxiety about high performance. Or, and the worst is, you know, sexual abuse, uh, you know, over time like that. I do want to do a show on that a scores, but how to, can you overcome them? Sure. 
Okay. We'll sure. Come, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll come, come back, back to that. And, and, and back to our big iceberg under, under, underneath the waterline, this is really digging into the roots, and it impacts the way your telomeres are functioning. So genetically, when you talk about epigenetics and everything you eat and think and breathe and all the stuff that we've been talking about that leads to a placebo effect and habit and all that is the story or the context or the soup of your life that yeah. you're swimming in. And certainly... Um, the early childhood events. And here's the unique thing about humans. Let's just say that one individual person out there got a B in, in, as a junior and they feel like it ruined their chances for Harvard. To them, that is PTSD, hmm. right? You or I would not, it's like, hey, it's not a C in high school, right? And that's, so it's perception, I, I just did a show with Sean Askinosi of our chocolate. Uh-huh, we love yeah. Askinosi chocolate. And his life was – anybody having a parent die would be bad. His life was destroyed, in essence, at age 14 when his dad died because his dad was everything to him. To him, yeah. And it wasn't until way later in life from realizing he's never gotten past it. He felt like God abandoned him, so he abandoned God. And I mean, this whole thing from that – I mean, again, his perception was so different from, you know, another kid, any kid is going to be bad, but it depends on the relationship, the perspective, a hundred things, as you know, that derailed him for most of, most of his life. And when you say, and can he heal? And he did. He has. Right? But it's not a guarantee. And for one person to heal is, you know, one counseling session. And for another person, it's a decade of hard, hard, hard work. Yeah. That's and, what you would say is decades. Well, on the extremes, I, I, I've got, you know, think of the worst possible time in america let's call it the holocaust and you've got many many people embittered broken they abandoned god and then you've got ellie wiesel and you've got Corey ten boone the hiding place her story over here of how does that happen where one person's perspective can can go this way and that way and that's the power of your own mindset and your own choice we're back to the habits how you choose to see things and 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 so the student who sees a b as devastating rather than as a learning or whatever kind of thing is is actually if i'm harvard i'm like that you you are brittle you are not bendable uh and resilient yeah huh resilient Oh, resi- I thought you said I couldn't see. I thought you said Brazilian. Brazilian. <laughs> I'm making up words. Well, no, I didn't think people from Brazil. What is that? It, was, it has to do with strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Resilient. Um, Resilient. Resilience. Yes, the bendability and that kind of thing, which ultimately, um, which ultimately, I think then you've got a whole huge iceberg under the water and barely anything floating on top. Yeah. Versus you've got, you know, issues underwater and a whole lot of problems up up on top of. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Man, I'm so sitting here just thinking I'm enamored with the with what we've came to with sleep being a again, it's not the the pillar, the end all. It's not the prescription for everybody, and we're not gonna weigh that. That's it. Sleep. I mean, our next book is Sleep or Die. Uh be appropriate. Sleep or linger. Sleep or linger. <laughs> you will linger in your pathology. But, but we, we can't say this, and I think you were going there, that if you know, you're stuck on a desert island and you only have one tool in your tool bag and you're going to try to make yourself as best as you can be, sleep is going to figure prominently up there in that. And I'm convicted. Well, and, and I think I do think about it. Like next week, man, I've got a big week, you know, publisher meetings and all this. I want to be top notch. So I'm going to watch prior to that what I primarily what I eat and how I sleep. Obviously, you know, stress as well, but I'm, I'm often thinking about what wrecks my sleep most, I think is my food, you know, stress or whatever a second, uh, be a good time to just skip dinner, Mm -hmm. sleep well, eat well during the day. Or if I'm going to skip dinner, sleep well, be filled up, have my, uh, be filled up from a sleep standpoint for my brain, for your brain. Yeah. Yeah, that probably do me better than going out and exercising like I normally do. Well, but well, let's yeah, put a little bit of pressure on you because we could argue that you would have been even better on that day if you had a year behind you. Well, yes, of averaging eight hours of sleep. I do. <laughs> there you go. I do actually. You're in the minority. Well, but, but it's only been the last year. I was going to say, was, you've also changed. Been, uh, I have changed. And me I've too. altered my life. So I think for both of us and, and for me and my, you know, did, did we do a show on telomeres? I can't remember. I don't think so. Well, me and my, you know, confusingly short Well, that's why I think that's why we didn't do it. And we're so frustrated with. With the assessment of it. Yeah. Um, I am. We should have asked Dr. Bredesen about that one. We should have. So. But one of the things that I did change in order to try it was, you know, I grew up in, in the performance anxiety world in, in high, starting from high school on up and then the medical world, the military world and all of that. So until 45, six hours average, you know, probably. And I think a that, lot, a lot of people. That's why I worry in regards to sleep to telomeres is because I, I don't know what else to point to for you. I don't, I, you don't yeah. have any other adverse child I don't, experience. Right. Maybe from, well, from 5 to 20, 5 to 20 was daily fast food. True. You know, just out of ignorance. And, well, yeah. you too, kind of. I, not, I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't think I did as much as you do, it sounds like. But I you know, did a, a decent amount. But, uh, but, but one of the things is sleep. How much, of the, how much chopping at my roots did I do during those 40 years. So less sleep and bad quality sleep because you're living on McDonald's. On, on, on McDonald's. Yeah. Right. So even though I look back and said, oh, I could sleep normally, but I know I was mouth breathing. I know I was doing other things. And how much did that siphon away of my longevity? And can I get that back? And I would say to an extent, yes. And to an extent, no. Well, well, you can always be weller. Or, do, can, what you can, or right. do what you can to maintain where you're at and not to decline. To maintain, further. not decline, and to be becoming as well as yeah. possible. 
Yeah, but, but taking this, and I'm thinking about just for the economy of my life and my family's life, I mean, we do put, you know, we put a, a high priority on sleep and I think are pretty prone to when my wife and I are off or, you know, whatever to go, gosh, you know, go to sleep. But it hasn't been as not concrete, but as, as tangible as what I feel like I'm going to have from this show on of going, guys, wherever we're suffering, it may be our best bet. Now, we'll, you know, we got to audit it and see what's right. happening. It's not going to hurt. We could say it that. There's no, there, there are times when I think exercise, my exercise hurts me. I do it when I'm not mm-hmm. recovered and I may be doing it to deal with stress or my own demons or performance or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's really not best for me. There's probably times when I eat, there's definitely times when I eat and it's not best for me, but you could have times. I mean, you can get to the point of if you fast long enough, you're going to disappear. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that to excess. Can if you're sleeping quality now, because again, I was going to say right there, you have so many patients coming and go, I'm sleeping 14 hours a day and I'm exhausted, okay, yeah. but they're not sleeping well. They're not sleeping right. Well. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to, so a patient this week uh, that you know also had this, if I sleep six to seven, it seems okay, but if I sleep longer than that, then it turns into one of those days that I sleep 14 and I stay in bed all day long and I'm depressed and that kind of thing. So, Which you, I, that's, that's pathology. That's, that's pathology. That's, that's right. It's that's broken. brokenness. It's not, oh, you know, God blessed you with 14 hours of sleep and now you're recovered. It's that's wrong, bad sleep. And yeah, 14 hours of sleep is after you haven't slept for three days because you were, you know. Right. And in, even, in even then, and, and Dr. Walker does say, you know, sleep lost is sleep lost. You don't regain. Yeah. And that's, that's also convicting. It's like, you don't, there's no catching up on the weekends. There's no, you know, so that goes back into the, the habits that, and you and I have both really strongly convicted our, ourselves and our families to, you know, turn the screens off. We begin bedtime. Yeah, let's just, let's just do one on sleep. There's, there's, okay. there's more and more. And, and I, but I, it's like you talking about, we talk about things like that book wouldn't sell. No, I don't want to sleep. It's not fun to me. No, it's like meditation. It's, I don't want to sleep. I don't want to meditate. I don't want to do stuff. I have to work. Uh, the to get hard to bed work of realization, relaxation, which yes. you talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not popular, but what's popular is okay, if you want to do X, what's the performance over here that you want? What's the peace that you want? What's the fulfillment that you want? And if that's dependent on here, then hopefully we can get motivated to sleep, do the things that help us sleep better. Okay, it's, it's good. So we. Should we follow up with, maybe we should just follow right. up with that. Sleep's next. Sleep can be next. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Sounds good. So there you go. Your most protected health habit is sleep. If you eat like crap, you don't exercise, you stay stressed and basically fall off your health wagon. At the least, do what you can to get some decent sleep. Recover. This discovery, again, has affected my evening routines and comprehension of my overall health and wellness. It's a great piece of wisdom to tell others, to share with them, especially those who feel they're doing so many of the right things for the health, but they are still struggling and not getting the wellness results they desire. Hey, thank you for tuning in to this self-helpful podcast where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends. 